Welcome to the COVID Sessions, a mini-series podcast, part of the Men's Leadership Network. On today's episode, we'll be looking at practical ways to look forward. Welcome to Men's Leadership Network, the COVID Sessions. My name is T. Lusk, and I'm here with my uh, co-host, Chase Baker and Jacob Scrimpture. And today, we're talking about how do we prepare ourselves for what's next, you know, Chase, in our state uh, and then in many other states across the United States, they're getting back to that sense of normal. Uh, but, but the question for us is, is that what we should be focusing on? Is, is getting back to that normal the goal that we should have going forward? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think it's the right question to be asking ourselves. I would say that our focus should not be on how do we get back, but how do we go forward from this? Do we want to go back? exactly the way things were before. In fact, is that even possible? Can we even get back to the way things were before? I would argue that it's going to be difficult to do that. But we have an opportunity that we shouldn't waste. We want to, what do we want to be on the other side of this? What kind of person do we want to be? What do we want to, uh, to do with our life? What do, what do we want our lives to be? I think it's a really a process of evaluation right now. Absolutely. I, I love that perspective and just kind of asking ourselves, what is God trying to teach us or get us get us to see in the midst of this uh, as we turn our minds to getting through it, to getting to the other side and moving forward? It's an awesome, awesome perspective. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. It's like God pressed pause on the world. You know, like everything seemed to have stopped. And he wants to speak to us in a way that changes how we live on the other side of on the other side of this thing. Yeah, exactly. When you think about it, like everything was, even before COVID, everything was always forming us into something. Everything in our life was forming us. And before this moment, before this pause, we were becoming someone. And I think it's important for us to be introspective and ask the question, before all of this, what was I being formed into? And when we sit down and think about it, we may like what it was, and we may not. You know, I heard this illustration recently, and I, I think it's good. It's when your computer's not running well, you reboot. You close everything because it was probably all the programs hindering the performance. It was something running in the background that was keeping the main thing you were doing from its peak performance. Well, then it restarts, and then at that point, you get to choose what programs you add back in. Well, really, for all of us, for the church, for the world, it's It's a reboot. We now are at a place where we get to choose what rhythms, what practices that we add back in. I I love those questions. And 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 it's a great point. Great illustration. In fact, that happened to me this morning. Like my computer was just not working and uh, I had to had to reboot. And and just that thought process of what do I get to add back in that really does that's not going to slow it down as it goes forward. And, and uh, we don't want to lose sight of the restart that we have. And for me, for example, for my family, uh, just the time that we've been able to have together in various settings, the, the dinner table, not having things to do at night, every night we have, we sit around the table and I, I'll confess, like not every, every night's a great night. You know, it's not, you know, awesome conversation. Sometimes it's, you know, us just trying to get through or whatever, but, but it's those moments that we get to have time together uh, that's building in that relationship and time to have uh, watch movies together and just hang out in the backyard, play baseball. And, and it's just being together. That's really become a, 
that restart has given us a chance to see that priority as something we, we really value and, and we want to carry forward. I love that, T. I think there are a lot of predictions about what life is going to look like on the other mm-hmm. side of this. If you just Google search it, there's a lot of companies that already put down some prediction. Forbes have, you know, has, a, has an article about what life would look like, potentially technology, workplaces looking and feeling differently, more people working from home. Uh, that, that's, that's true, probably. Safeguards in the workplace to ensure you know, employee safety, careers will look different. I believe that. And even <clears throat> there's some guidelines about larger gatherings and what that's going to look like. We're currently having the same conversation. So we can talk about a lot about how the world will change around us in our businesses. But the greater question is, how is it going to change us uh, as, as men? I think there's some aspect, aspects that most men would say, there are some f- few things that I can't wait to get back to. But what are those things that you don't want to come back or you don't need to come back? A better question to evaluate those those things. I think it's really important to write down maybe some three three things that that you'll be different that will look different as a result of this season that you're going to carry over into next season. There's some things for me too. You mentioned some things about family. I think family's a really important one. Uh, a that that to be diligent with my family time whenever I'm at home. I love that we get to have fun, more fun together. Not that we didn't have fun before, but, but it's like really you're prioritizing those things. Here's what we know to be true for our kids. Fun over time makes a difference in their lives. Whenever we, we prioritize fun, it solidifies the relationship. I love that. Make weekends a priority, right? You know, typically, you know, weekends become soon with, it's a carryover sometimes from the week and just making those weekends a priority. I say that's one. Number two for me is just make gratitude a priority. That This season has made us more grateful for those people in our lives, those friends in our lives and our church family. First Thessalonians 5, 16 it says, rejoice always, pray continually, giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for your life in Christ Jesus. Um, third thing for me is just, man, valuing community more. You know, we value community, but it's like in this season, we are a community church. We are highly relational. We care for everyone. We talk about it all the time. But I do think in this season, it's truly given us a great picture and a great reminder to value our interaction with others on a deeper level. So I think those things are are key for me as far as carrying over. Yeah. I I love that. Just those three quick ones that you, that you recognize. And, and I would say, you know, gratitude is, is another one of those for me. It's just been such a discipline over the past several weeks, just to, to turn my eyes towards being grateful in the moment and to have that carry over uh, is, is certainly awesome. But, you know, in the, in, in the moment today, it's kind of easy to see those things as priorities. Uh, But when the whirlwind kicks back in, when things kind of do begin to have a rhythm towards normal how do we make decisions on what is important and what is uh, not important or urgent you know and yeah we have to know the difference between what is urgent and, and what is important there's a the eisenhower decision principle what is important is seldom urgent what is urgent is seldom in in important see urgent um 
as far as the definition, it's the task that requires immediate action. It puts us in crisis mode. It's the to do's. It's the now. It's it it makes us in. It's it forces us to be reactive. One marked by defensive, negative. You know, it's hurried, narrowly focused mindset. And then the important tasks are the things that contribute to our long term mission and our vision and our values and our goals. Sometimes. These tasks can be urgent, but mo- most of the time, and they're typically typically not. Um, when we focus on the important activities, we operate in responsive mode, which helps us remain calm, relational, and open to new activities and opportunities. Stephen Covey is the one that popularized this, right? And in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he kind of he has the, the Eisenhower decision matrix, and it's divided into four quadrants. Quadrant one is the important and urgent. Those are the, the certain emails, the term paper deadlines, the tax deadlines, wife in the emergency rooms. It kind of puts us in, in crisis mode. And then you have quadrant two, the not urgent but important. Now, these are the, the weekly planning, long-term planning, exercise family time, journaling, studying, meditating, date night with your wife, um, creating a budget and a saving plan. That's that's the not urgent but important. And then quadrant three is the urgent and not important. The interruptions, the too many meetings. Now, this is where your schedule gets filled by things that you don't want it get, to get filled by, but it happens without you realizing it. And then you have quadrant four, not urgent and not important, the mindless scrolling on social media, watching too much television. And what Cubby would remind us of is that the healthiest person kind of spends the majority of their time, most of their time in quadrant two, the things that build vision, that build the values and mission in our lives. Yeah, I think that's great, man. And when you think about it, like something something you said earlier about focus on the weekend, I'm just ready to get to the place when I know which day is the weekend, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's hard to know what day it is on a regular basis, not having your uh, regular rhythms. But, you know, when you think about it, like what characterized life before all of this? It really was a breakneck pace of life. It was so fast. Everybody was in a hurry. And, and this is the thing I'm concerned about is that that pace of life is right now spinning in the ocean, gaining speed, ready to reach land again. But the good thing is we have a choice, either to throw ourselves back in the whirlwind or set a new pace of life that allows us margin to hear from God, to be with God, and from that change of being in the presence of God, to come out of that different so we can serve others better. And I love this quote from Pilgrim's Progress. John Bunyan said, it, it is always hard to see the purpose in wilderness wanderings until after they're over. And there's always wilderness wanderings. We have individual wilderness wanderings, but right now we have this shared communal wilderness wanderings that we didn't choose. But I just want to put this out there. This is just an idea that maybe the purpose was that he wanted all the space, that God wanted all the space between us and him to be clear so that he could draw near to us as we draw near to him. It's a good word, man. Uh, just enjoyed the conversation and, and just kind of, I know it encouraged me and, and helped me kind of think through some things. Um, guys, if you're listening, as you're listening, the, the Eisenhower matrix that, that Chase 
mention we have that's a link in the email and the reflection guide so you can check that out a little bit more you know we hope that this conversation and these conversations that we get to have in this place is, are, are encouraging to you um, and, and specifically today to be encouraged not to go back but to go forward um, we, we would have never asked for things to happen the way that they happened uh, this but the pause the reset that we've gotten we don't want to waste and and the world right now needs more than it ever has godly men who are leading themselves and leading their families uh, to love God and to love others. Uh, and so we're praying for you, men. We believe in you. We believe that God's equipped you for this moment to lead in your homes and your workplaces and your communities uh, for the glory of God. And we pray that COVID sessions uh, and the podcast and the reflection God can be a part of encouraging you and equipping you for the incredible calling that God has um, for you, that he's given to you in this moment. So on behalf of Men's Leadership Network, we thank you for listening. Have a great week and keep leading.